0: You're listening to America's Web Radio. It's time now for the Classic Car Show with Tom Cox and Richard Lintonello. Good morning
1: everybody. Better a couple moments late than never. And, uh, so we're here, uh, in the Blue Ridge. Got Richard down in, uh, Knoxville, Tennessee enjoying the southern life and, uh, Today, we've got a very special guest amongst us, the great Maharishi of automotive everything, and that's uh, Mr. Stephen L. Moskowitz, the CEO of the Antique Automobile Club of America. Wow. What do you think about well, that, Richard? Welcome. That's fantastic. I feel like I'm talking to royalty soon. Oh, my God. Great. Great to see you. Great, well, great to hear you, uh, Mr. Moskowitz. Uh, you're you're looking better than ever, Richard. I can say that <laughs> thank thank, goodness, thank thank goodness for telephone conferencing calls that worked out just great <laughs> <laughs> so Steve you've got uh something exciting coming up, one of many uh really really uh great shows uh that A A C A does but uh a new brain child called Carmania. And uh it just sounds like it's going to be absolutely off the charts. Tell us about Carmania. Well we, we hope it'll be off the charts. Um, we're in a in a a new remodeled facility here that we got into a couple years ago on six acres, thirty thousand square foot building with the world's largest uh, free public library and ours and this is a place for our staff Um, and we occupy one of the most iconic corners in the sweetest city on earth Hershey Pennsylvania and the thought was that we should do something for the community to make them aware of of what we are here we got this Big imposing building, but a lot of people don't understand what we're all about. So um, we came up with this idea, Carmania. Uh, it's a perfect name um, because it's going to be maniacal uh, the whole day. Uh, it's a, uh, it's kind of a play on typical cars and coffee and cruising, and and it's going to be that same kind of vibe where you can come and go as you please, but what's going to make it different is number one our ability to host over a thousand cars and the fact that we have activities scheduled all day long um so no reason to really leave because besides typical coffee and donuts can't forget the donuts um we're going to have food trucks here we're going to have seminars during the day uh our uh, Chief Librarian is going to put a seminar on about the uh, world of wild and wacky cars. Uh, We've given that before and it's been a big hit. Um, That will be inside our building. We also have four racing simulators that will be out there for people to test their skills. Uh, We're going to give people rides in antique cars. We'll have our Pinewood Derby track out here for people to play with. we have a local girl, uh, woman, lady uh, that uh, uh, is an expert in pinstriping. Uh, she's called Hot Rod Jen, and she is going to show people how she pinstripes on one of the cars here. And we're actually going to let somebody from the audience give that a try. Um, Dan Reed, a, a well-known automotive artist, is going to be here, and he's going to do a seminar on on how he goes about making his paintings and uh going to have a children's area and the piece de resistance to the whole day and a play on carmania is the fact that wayne Carini is from chasing classic cars uh on velocity uh is uh going to join us for the day so uh we're really excited. The event uh, is not traditional for AACA. We've opened it up to all kinds of cars: um, rat rods, street rods, customs, hyper cars, You name it; they're all certainly welcome here. Um, it's also our way of showing that we're not we're not anti any other kind of car. We just are a historical society, and we support. Saving history and preserving history, but that doesn't mean we're not car guys at heart, and and that we don't respect what other people love. So uh, it's everything's free. It's com- completely free weekends for people, and uh, we're looking forward to having a pretty big crowd here. Uh, it sounds sounds great. Now, are you going to be doing autographs? Uh, yeah, but I'm signing them, Tom Cox. What's in a while? I'm still quit. I'm still I'm a little for that. So, when is it? When is it, and what are the hours? It is, it is April 24th. April. It is July 24th. This is in two weeks. Uh, starts at 8 o'clock in the morning, and I uh, actually want to finish up about 2.30 30 and uh, call it a day then. But, uh, and also people will be able to tour our new facility and we'll have, uh, our director of library operations here to, uh, help people if they have any research requests and, uh, to see our building and, uh, we'll have some of our people here to give people tours of the building. Our gift shop will be open, uh, we're gonna give everybody free magazines. I mean, we're, we're going all out on this thing. An AACA extravaganza. Uh, you know, I think it's a, it's a great idea. You know, all too often um, AACA is uh, hit with the stigma that you know we're we're just a bunch of trailer queen aficionados that we're not out driving our cars or that we don't have other types of cars you know most aaca members ah, they have stock cars i can say that for myself i have I'm, i'm a stock guy by nature but i have had and and have cars that have you know not radical modifications but i have have cars that would be considered to be modified. So uh, you know, this is a great opportunity to just show the show the car world that, you know, hey, ACA, hey, we're all car people. You know, we're all in this game together. Even Richard with those British cars, right, Richard? Oh yeah, my car's are slightly modified. You've got to modify it for better performance and better braking and things like that. So I'm um, I'm sure so those are so now's card is top leaking oil, but uh <laughs> most members of the AACA do have modified cars as well as stock cards. So uh yeah, that sounds like a good event, open to everybody, and uh yeah, it should be a blast. So, Steve, you know, a lot of people are somewhat unaware. How large is our library? People really need to understand the extent of what we have up there when you think of library and automotive library, I think people are probably thinking oh well, you know, maybe you've got, you know, a couple thousand books on a shelf somewhere and, uh, you know, in a 1800 square foot room tell us a little more about the library Yeah, our, our library is a very serious endeavor um, we believe it to be the largest automotive library in the country uh, as I said, it's a free library. It's available to everybody, whether you're a member or not, uh, either physically or call-in or via internet, but we we're about 30,000 square feet uh, of space, um, very modern with all the latest technology, with all the great digital ca- capabilities, but we have uh, roughly over three million document uh, uh, in our facility, and they go all the way back to uh, the, the late 1800s. In fact, just yesterday, uh, we were opening up another box from the Philadelphia Public Library that we purchased, and it was full of 1898-99 literature, just absolutely Wow. Pain. Wow. And last night, we found out that the Crosley Club is donating their literature collection to us and uh, I'm uh, heading into New York sometime this summer to pick up 15 boxes of literature uh, that uh, is from the racing world so um, you know uh, we've, we've got we don't have everything but we we have trademarked the name America's Automotive Library because that's what we believe we are and uh, it's a uh, it's underutilized I'll be honest with you we've we've got librarians up there with their master's degree doing phenomenal work and we sure hope your listeners if they have research requests will go to our website fill them out call up our library we don't want to be a warehouse we want to be a living breathing library helping people to learn more about their cars find out what they need for restorations uh and, and just be of service to the car community so um it's yours uh listeners um so just like any one of us at naCA you're welcome uh to use our facilities here
0: you know i i I got to interrupt here this is David in Atlanta and if if all of the people that are listening and they call in to the library they will get one of the nicest guys going Mr Chris Ritter. And uh Chris is I I can't think of any more knowledgeable person and the tasks that he took on when you all accepted the, the Philadelphia library situation and how he ever did it I'll I'll never know. But uh Chris is an incredible young man, incredible gentleman and uh what's up with Tom and, and Richard every now and then
1: every uh, once in a while you. we we put up with Ritter <laughs>
0: yeah.
1: yeah thank you thank you David um, but uh, you can't forget we're we're a pretty robust library our librarians uh, have their master's degree um, we have two other full time people they're uh, um, uh Pat namoy um, they're Fabulous! They're every bit as helpful and wonderful as Krista are, and we have a a regular group of uh, volunteers that are in here every single day, um, and everybody is just trying to do the good work and and make sure that we have all these materials available for people when they do call in. And we actually there house collections for a number of other clubs. Um, Hudson-Essex Airplane Club, uh, library collections there, um, Vintage Chevrolet Club. Um, what are some of the others, Steve? Uh, 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 the Heritage Alliance, uh, Lincoln Motor Car Foundation, um, the Woody Club, um, and uh, <laughs> I'll leave it at that last one. Uh, there's a couple others. and am uh, surprised Richard hasn't made a joke yet, but he's obviously on his good behavior. Today. Gentlemen, we need to take a break. Yes, I am. Uh, it's time for time for a break, gentlemen. We'll bring El Mosco back momentarily.
2: When it comes to car magazines, are you tired of reading about mega-dollar collector cars you can't afford or endless reporting on auctions and how-to tech stories that don't interest you? Then Crankshaft is the car magazine for you. Crankshaft is a 144-page softcover quarterly filled with all sorts of fascinating stories. The type of car features you won't find anywhere else.
0: Call J.C. Taylor today for a competitive quote on collector car insurance. Give your most prized possessions the attention that they deserve. You'll receive agreed value coverage, giving you the peace of mind to know you're always protected. J.C. Taylor has been supporting the hobby with reliable service that has lasted for six decades. Call 888-ANTIQUE or visit jctaylor.com slash awr to get a quote today. That's 888-268-4783. Or visit jctaylor.com slash awr. Drive through time with peace of mind. J.C. Taylor. And now, back to the classic car show on America's web radio with Tom Cox and Richard Lentinello.
1: Wow. We're back again. And we still have with us the 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 car guy of car guys steve moskwood's ceo of the Antique Automobile club of america and steve right now um... tell us a little bit about aaca membership do we have any uh... thing going on for people that are never been members who want to sign up at present moment yeah we uh... we have a great uh... great trial period we have a half year membership our memberships all run calendar year um... So we have a twenty-five dollar uh, half-year membership. Um, you'll get three magazines at the least, and most likely four. Uh, it's a hundred-page magazine, full-color, award-winning. Uh, that the price twenty-five dollars is uh, is a small price to pay for such a great magazine. And uh, um, all you have to do is call us up here or go on our website, and we'll we'll be happy to take care of you. So the other thing we've got going on in AACA this year uh apart from the fact that we've got the uh Central Fall Nationals coming up in Joliet, Illinois August 11 through 13 uh we've got a little bit of a change up for the Hershey Fall National and uh that's going to be running October 4 through 7 what's what's the change up Steve Well it's uh it, it's it's simply a change that uh, we're moving everything back a day. So, in years past, it was Tuesday through Saturday. Um, now it's it's uh, Monday through Friday, and and Monday's the the load-in day. Uh, Tuesday's the actual official opening. Although a lot of a lot of the savvy buyers uh, try to show up on load-in day to get the early bird deals. Uh, from our vendors. But uh the big thing is um, you know, uh you can leave if you're going to Carlisle, the particularly the vendors, uh leave on Sunday, come over here and set up Monday morning. So they're they're all pretty happy about it. The car show will be on Friday, which is a big change up. We uh we don't know how well that's gonna work. We're hoping it's gonna work every bit as good as in the past years, but um Our, our landowner, which is Hersey Entertainment Resorts, uh, have a new marketing plan for their park and they're opening up on weekends now and, and we all understand that after the pandemic, a lot of hospitality industry was really decimated. So they're looking to maximize their, their income opportunities over there. And we, we, you know, we understand what, what their decision is whether we like it or not and and we're just trying to make the best of it. Uh RM's still gonna have their auction. They'll push that back a day, so that will be uh Wednesday and Thursday this year. Um, but all the other activities are are on and in fact we got two new activities this year. Uh the the library sale is returning and if there's ever a year for people to attend the Tuesday uh, library book sale or literature sale it would be this year because this will be the first time that we'll have the duplicate materials from the Philadelphia Library collection which is a very, very historic old collection. Um, those uh, those will be available and uh on on Friday on the car show we're uh, we're gonna have a group of artists that are going to all be in tents out here on the show field, uh, showing off their works and selling them. And we have a car, we have a poster this year for the fall meet um, with a new artist, uh, Ken Eberts uh, passed on doing it this year. And, uh, and, and only because Ken's uh, dealing with some medical issues and David Snyder has stepped in uh, to do the fall meet poster. I've, Seen a preliminary of it, and it's great. Uh, I think everybody's going to want that. So a lot of exciting stuff. Plus the fact that you know, for the first year and a few years, uh, international customers should be back. And uh, for those that are regular attendees of what we call Hershey, um, they know that you hear about every language under the sun, and usually we have people from 30 different countries here uh for the week. So we're we're excited to see all of our friends from uh across the oceans uh coming back to to see us and our folks from up in, in Canada as well. On that uh, literature that's gonna be great. Yes. on that literature sale on Tuesday, what time is it? Uh it is uh four to seven I believe.
0: Oh.
1: And it's right in the it'll be in two big tents right behind our building, uh, uh, at 800 West Hershey park drive, right behind the ACA building. Um, so it'll, we'll have them all out on display and, uh, it's a sale. It's not an auction. So you can go there and see the price and make your decision, but there's always bargains. Um, everything is priced to move it. Um, You know, it's duplicates. We'd rather get the money and put it back to good use for the library. Um, But it's going to help a lot of people fill in their libraries or look for that rare piece of literature that uh, they need for their particular car. And there's going to be a lot of it, a lot of it. So, you know, I'm trying to figure out how. Excuse me. So the guys from Brooklyn get an additional discount? Uh. Absolutely, Richard, you will always get a diff- we we will, we will, we'll cut it 50%, but then we're gonna have to raise it 100% just because of you. I figured it's like you guys from Massachusetts, we just can't trust. I know. It's it's the tax, Richard, it's the tax, as you well know. The Massachusetts tax. Yes, yes. Right. Well, we're looking forward to being there. I know I am. I'll be there, so what? It'll be a blast. Well, hopefully, yeah. You've you sent yeah, I'm, I'm. Hopefully, Richard, you've sent in your uh, flea market space material. I sent it by R. Yes, yes, yes. Right right yes. by uh, Super, super. So for those folks that want to see Richard and and who would not want to, I mean, that's going to be probably the highlight of Hershey this year. I should have brought that up. Uh, <laughs> hopefully. <laughs> Hopefully Richard will have his own spaces, uh, at the fall meet. Uh, if not, we're gonna, we're gonna help him out to make sure that he can be. And if you come and first thing buy a program, uh, they're only five or six bucks. I don't know what they'll be this year. Uh, you'll be able to find Richard's name in the program and the space that he's located at. And you can go and see Mr. Crankshaft. Himself live, um, right in the middle of the Hershey uh, flea market. Wow, I'm so excited! <laughs> yeah. He's great. going to be Take signing control. autographs. It's going there to be we're great. There with back shoes and all that stuff, so it'll be fun. Come on, bud. You know, uh, yeah, and uh, yeah, I can't wait to get out there and uh, set up a set up a space. Uh, you know, there in the. Uh, Area there, right in front of the uh, Giants Center. It's uh, I don't know. It's a traditional thing, so it's all something that's very, uh, very near and dear to our hearts. So we're looking forward to it. Looking forward, forward to it coming back to a normal posture. So one more time, Steve. Car Mania is going to be on the 24th, and the hours again for it. Uh, Eight o'clock to two thirty. Eastern Standard Time, right here in Hershey, Pennsylvania. 8 to 2.30, and it's going to be located on what is ordinarily the Hershey Showfield, and it's going to be right behind the AACA National Headquarters and Library. Am I right? That is all correct. I'm amazed you got it right. Good job every once in a while Every once in a while, you know So, well thank you Steve We appreciate it, hope everybody is Going to take the opportunity To go to Car Mania Sounds like it's going to be a great day And uh, certainly worth The drive, so you know what Get in your car, make a weekend Of it, because there's all kinds of stuff To do in that area And uh, plenty of family fun And, you know Go up on, uh, Friday night and take your kids over to, uh, Hershey Park on Saturday and then, uh, do Car Mania on Sunday. Make it a weekend event. So.
0: Now, it's my understanding that Richard, to make a few extra bucks to pay for gas, is gonna be, uh, doing face paintings. Is, is that correct, Tom? Uh,
1: yes, exactly. And, uh, he's going to start, uh, with, uh, our, uh, illustrious CEO of AACA. Steven L. Moskowitz, yes. Uh, he's going to sit in with Richard. Richard is a great face pen, painter. Uh, people are, are largely unaware. He is the Picasso of face painting. Well, well you, you know what? B- you better bring about five of paint to paint this face. With a nose my size, you're going <laughs> to need a lot of pecking pal. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, be- I'll tell you, because I just love children so much, I'm going to use 415, but so a little cock can't get it off.
2: <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh yeah, yeaah, yeaah, <laughs> yeaah. Boy, this almost sounds like Steve Ronaldo just came back for a minute. Oh my goodness. Oh, on, on that note, we're going to need to take a break, gentlemen. <laughs> You're one in a hundred million. You can not one in a million. So Well all right, we gotta take a break. I think I heard David say forward. we're on a break.
0: We're gonna take a break.
1: Yes. Yeah. All Thanks, right Steve. Thank you. Take uh, care. See you guys. Have a good day. Bye bye.
0: Since the nineteen sixties, JC Taylor has been America's premier specialty insurance provider. For classic cars, antique autos, modified, and custom vehicles, our customers have trusted us to protect their prized possessions for more than six decades. For more information, or to receive a quote, contact our expert team today by calling 888-ANTIQUE, or by visiting our website at jctaylor.com slash awr, that's 888-268-4783, or visit jctaylor.com slash awr drive through time with peace of mind jc taylor
2: when it comes to car magazines are you tired of reading about mega dollar collector cars you can't afford or endless reporting on auctions and how-to tech stories that don't interest you then crankshaft is the car magazine for you crankshaft is a 144 page softcover quarterly filled with all sorts of fascinating stories the type of car features you won't find anywhere else
0: You're listening to America's Web Radio on the AmericasBroadcastNetwork.com. Thank you for listening. And now, back to the classic car show on America's Web Radio with Tom Cox and Richard Lentinello.
1: So... On the docket today, I'm so glad you asked. Um, On the docket today, you know, the bane of everyone that has ever owned an antique vehicle or some antique piece of machinery has got to be a rusty or broken fastener. There's one thing that can transform a two-minute job into one that takes (laughs) all week long. Am I wrong? (laughs) Ain't that the truth? You gotta have fasteners. And I have all those, you know, those those little tiny plastic bins drawers and God, I must have uh, you know, three or four units. And in fact, speaking of fasteners, I'm getting a delivery today from Bolt Depot. I ordered a whole bunch of uh uh heck bolts uh, grade 8 yellow galvanized. So i will be putting together the chassis of my Triumph TR3. And, uh, what I did was I assorted the bolts that, you know, came off the car. I, you know, you try to come up with, uh, you know, which ones are the most popular. And then you could buy them in quantities of 25, 50, or 100. But in addition to bolts, uh, gotta have a huge selection of washers. Not only regular washes, but stainless steel washes, and also automotive washes. They're a little different. They're, they're a tighter fit around the bolt. They don't move around as much. So automotive effect uh, washes are a must. You also want to have a, a locking, uh, you know, washes. That's important, preferably stainless steel. Don't bother with, uh, you know, the cheap stuff. Sometimes you got to spend a little money because you don't want that stuff to... Uh, road and a lot of cheap fasteners are out there that are made in china but if you get the good ones made in america you know it's good quality steel especially stainless and you also cheap want some yeah cheap fasteners are bad but you also want some nylon nuts, especially you know uh, th- those are the ones with the little crown and it has an insert of, of plastic you know so it really grips the bolt so you know got to have a variety of that is on on hand when you restore a car you really do so you know yeah definitely having good fasteners and new fasteners too is, is a huge huge help to any type of work you're doing whether you're doing the full restoration or whether you're just replacing a few items in the engine compartment or you know the body or wherever it happens to be uh, it's always preferable to have fresh fasteners. It just makes life so much better. I, I know a lot of people that are really, really cheap. So uh, a lot of, a lot of car people are thrifty, but sometimes, uh, you know, recycling fasteners is not a good thing unless you have a hard time finding those fasteners. Some of the really old stuff, you cannot find duplicates. And if you want to go back to the exact Factory spec, then you'd recondition them using a vibratory tumbler or or something similar so that you could, could reuse them. But generally speaking, those are not in high stress areas. There's are certain bolts that you shouldn't reuse if you can avoid it, like head bolts and suspension bolts and things of that nature. Uh, but like, the like worst say, thing that. We'd... Yeah, go ahead. go ahead. Go ahead. Yeah. No, I was just saying. Uh, you know to to piggyback what you said about brass fasteners you know let's say you're restoring a franklin and they have special you know bolts and nuts and carrots, whatever uh what I do is I I put a uh, brass uh wire wheel on my grinder and I I you know clean the rust off the fasteners and then I degrease them and then I put them in a solution for black oxide I got it from Caswell Plating up in, uh, near Buffalo, New York. And you leave it in the, a black oxide plating, uh, solution for about four minutes, five minutes. Then you take them out, you let them dry, then you dip them in this, this, this oil preservative. And you can reuse those rare faceted. You don't have to send them out to be blocked, black oxide replated. Because in many cases, rare facets, especially on pre-war pods, some of these, you know, guys, they do end up losing them. Of fasteners are very small, the faces. It's very difficult to keep track of them sometimes. But, uh, you can do at home plating with black oxide and, and, and even zinc. So I got my stuff from Caswell Plating and, uh, you want to give it a shot. I just did about 400 fasteners in my garage and they all came out looking really good. It's not as good as professional black oxide plating, but, uh, I tell you, once you get that bolt back on the suspension and everything's tightened up, you're not going to see you know ninety percent of the bolt, so it doesn't matter. So, you know, those rare acids—that's what you got to do. No, it works well, and there's so many so many opportunities to reclaim rare stuff, do it easily in your home, and uh, spare yourself the expense, and then the stress of having, as Richard said, the postal service or the company that you're using lose them. Um, so, yeah, this is a, it's a big deal. It, so the bane of it all, though, is when you get ready to take things apart, and they don't want to come apart, whether you've got a nut on a stud and it doesn't want to move, or you've got a manifold bolt that refuses to come out. Uh, you know, a lot of people are not, you know, I'm not known for being the most patient guy in the world but the one thing I'm definitely patient with is old rusty fasteners, particularly um, you know, if they're in a, a high heat situation you know, like manifolds and uh, you know, years ago I learned that the easiest way to start first of all you, you don't want to use cheap twelve point sockets to try to remove these bolts. If they're even no. look like they might be frozen. Don't right. use six point six point hardened um, if I you know high quality, not cheap. You know what we always say, um, you know, cheap, cheap tools, tools are, are bad. bad and uh you know they're gonna cause your world to hurt because it's doesn't take long particularly say on a manifold bolt because they're already distorted anyway you get in there with a 12 point socket and you start taking them out man you're going to round the edges off of that and you're in trouble from the get-go um, if you can start with a six point but even before you start to take it out and here's where patience comes into play you really need to get a good penetrating oil spray on all of them ahead of time you know think this thing out and say to yourself you know what the day before i i know i'm going to work on this on saturday i'm going to go in on friday i'm going to lather it down with good quality penetrating oils something like croil liquid wrench uh pv blaster there are a lot of them out there they're all those that i mentioned that are all highly regarded and it sometimes takes some time for them to seep in. And then before you put your wrench on, if you have the clearance and you have the room, um, it does not hurt to give those uh, bolts a good wrap with a a medium-sized hammer. I use a brass or, or dead blow hammer if I have the room. You know, if you don't have room, the brass is the only thing you really have at your disposal um, because just knocking on the head of that bolt is sometimes enough to sort of jar things loose and it will actually promote the um, osmotic process that draws penetrating oil down into the threads and loosens it up. What, what word was that? you do that, osmotic? No, we're not talking about asthma. No, no, we're not talking asthma. Osmos. Osmosis. Osmosis. Osmotic process. Osmosis. Osmotic. Oh, that's not even in area of Brooklyn. <speak. laughs> no, we only do that out in the hills. It's, uh, it comes about by, uh, the, um, cooking moonshine, you know, the osmosis involved in the moonshine process, you know, and the application works well, so anyhow, you let it seep in, you've wrapped on it with, you know, you don't want to mushroom the fastener, and you don't want to distort it, so you always want to use something softer than what your fastener is, if at all possible. Um, Once in a while, if you've got a bolt, it's a fairly substantial bolt, you want to wrap on it a little bit with a ball bean you can do that too to give a little shock to it but but anyhow uh, there's also another pro- other chemical product we talked about it last week and that's using CRC freeze off and uh, you shoot the bolt itself, the head of the bolt with uh, the freeze off and what that does is it causes the bolt to cool which causes it to shrink in size and contract and uh, that also provides you know Tiny, tiny gaps, uh, um, in the threads that will also allow for penetrating oil, oil to get in there. But here's the one thing. It, it's most, one of the most important lessons I ever learned years ago working on anything, whether it's cars or tractors or what have you. Most people want to just grab the wrench and p- loosen it. No. no. Wait, sounds crazy. Yeah, tighten it a little bit first Try to tighten it yep. just a little bit A smidge because, right. <clears throat> Exactly, just a smidge Not a lot Just try to tighten right. it first Even a couple of degrees of movement Are a big plus to you Because it again opens up the gaps In the threads And then you pull back To uh, take it off And so you work it back and forth And just take your time You know go to tighten it just even if it moves just a little bit or sometimes if it doesn't move at all and then go back to try to loosen it and just kind of go back and forth and alternate between the two until it comes loose and don't be in such a hurry you know to get that thing out right away you know don't just keep pulling on it pulling on it pulling on it and uh, don't use an impact wrench on a fastener that's being difficult because you're going to end up um, breaking it off is what's going to happen. So Now sometimes you, sometimes you need to use heat. And what a lot of people do is they use those little handheld propane torches, you know, with those blue tanks. Don't use that. That's not hot enough. You want to use MAP, gas, M-A-P-P. That's the yellow canister. And that is a lot hotter and the blue canister, which is, you know, like I said, uh, propane. So use the handheld MAP uh, torch. Uh, you can pick them up at any of the big box stores or anywhere else, uh, any hardware store. They usually run about 50, 60 bucks with a self-igniter trigger. And, uh, you know, you just adjust the flame so you zero in on the fastener itself. And then after it's nice and hot, you pull back, you just squirt on some you know, PB Blaster or whatever, and you know it, it really gets in there, and then you give it a little while to work, and then boom, you pop it off. It really works. So, MAP Gas is, is another plus to having your arsenal of loosening uh, rusted fasteners. It, it, it works, works heat works really well, and uh, yeah. I mentioned the uh, CRC freeze off, which actually cools it. Yeah, I have found that doing what you were just saying with the map gas and, and heating the surrounding area, the area around the, if it's a bolt, that's, you know, say a, a, a head bolt or a similar application, mm-hmm. heat around it using the map gas, and then I take and I hit the bolt itself with the CRC freeze off, which causes that bolt to suddenly contract, so on the one hand, You got the the threads in the block, or whatever it is, expanding from the map gas heat, then you hit the bolt itself with the freeze off, which causes it to contract and gives you even more space between those threads.
0: Last Um, one.
1: Sounds like we're up on a break.
0: Last one.
1: Okay.
2: When it comes to car magazines, are you tired of reading about mega-dollar collector cars you can't afford, or endless reporting on auctions and how-to tech stories that don't interest you? Then Crankshaft is the car magazine for you. Crankshaft is a 144-page softcover quarterly filled with all sorts of fascinating stories, the type of car features you won't find anywhere else. Stacey Abrams wants to be our next governor, but listen to what she had to say about Georgia.
0: I am tired of hearing about being the best state in the country to do business when we are the worst state in the country to live. We are the worst state in the country to live. We are the worst state in the
2: country to live. Abrams will destroy Georgia with her socialist policies. Vote for Brian Kemp.
0: Call J.C. Taylor today for a competitive quote on collector car insurance. Give your most prized possessions the attention that they deserve. You'll receive agreed value coverage, giving you the peace of mind to know you're always protected. JC Taylor has been supporting the hobby with reliable service that has lasted for six decades. Call 888 antique or visit jctaylor.com slash awr to get a quote today. That's 888-268-4783 or visit jctaylor.com slash awr Drive through time with peace of mind. JC Taylor. You're listening to America's Web Radio on the AmericasBroadcastNetwork.com. Thank you for listening. And now back to the classic car show on America's Web Radio with Tom Cox and Richard Lentinello.
1: You know, we, we were talking about we were talking about loosening up fast and we gave, you know, all the good Suggestion. There's one more suggestion if a fasten is really stubborn. You take like a 30 pound sledgehammer and you whack the crap out of it. Just whack it. (laughs) Eventually, until everything is unrecognizable. (laughs) Yeah, eventually, you'll break the cylinder head and crack the block, but hey, you got the fastener out. You know what I'm saying? (laughs) I'll tell you what if anything will drive you to destruction it's it's a a nuisance fastener that you can't get out I mean that's the worst thing that could possibly happen to especially like a manifold or something you know really nasty like that um you know it's uh one of those things that you know gosh it just ruins your whole day but it's not the end of the world um you know, if you break one off, you've got a number of options. Now, the sad thing is, for me, oftentimes if they break off, they're going to break off in the most inaccessible position, which means at that point in time, you're just going to probably have to pull, pull, pull the engine out or jack it up. In order, you know, take mounts loose and jack it up in order to get to it. But if you can get to it, uh, you can use a number of different, uh, things, but you gotta, gotta start with a really good center punch. So you center punch the bolt, and then you can get a number of different, uh, reverse, um, drill bits. Cobalt is one, titanium is another, and tungsten carbide, and they're they're each a little harder than the other. Um, the titanium is the least, and the cobalt withstands the heat. It's a little harder, and then if you really have something that's hard, like if you've had the misfortune, you know, the, the ideal situation is that you center punch your bolt, you run the reverse drill build in uh, I use cobalt to start with and uh, that grabs it sufficiently that it'll back it up and back it out since it's a reverse bit you're moving in a counterclockwise or loosening direction that'll pull the bolt out if you're lucky if you're not lucky you drill it and then you use a spiral spiraling extractor try that or try a knock in bolt extractor from someone like snap-on um where you know they have these extractors that are matched to the drill bit drill the hole down the center and you got to be careful you really want to try to keep them on center and then you knock that in and then use a wrench to try to turn it out now the downside to that and i've had had great success with the spiral extractors um but occasionally if you're not careful they'll break off and if you drill too large a hole in the bolt that you put a spiral extractor in there when you're trying to get it out the extractor will, well it buries itself and expands the bolt makes it even yeah. tighter then you end up breaking the darn thing off um, and once you've done that you're really in a mess and you can use sometimes tungst, A tungsten carbide uh, Bit I uh, Some people will say Use a carbide bit But the carbide is just so brittle um, I've found that I really Haven't had a lot of reuse Using carbide bits But I have been able to drill out Some of the extractors um, Using tungsten carbide uh, Reverse bits So you know There's some options And then if that doesn't work Um You know, a really good uh, welder, someone who's really experienced with using an oxyacetylene torch can actually set that thing up and and blow the bolt out without causing a lot of damage. And some machine shops, some of the higher-end, technologically savvy machine shops, actually have uh, tools now that use uh, plasma... Cutting technology to actually zap those bolts out of the block uh, without creating hardly any damage whatsoever. Um, the other opportunity is to gradually increase the size of the hole. You get your center punch set, you start with a small bit, make sure it's centered up, and then you just gradually increase the size of the bit until the shoulders of the bolt are very, very thin. And then you can carefully use a small, uh, really small chisel or punch to sort of push that in a little bit on either sides, and then you can try to get them out with a pair of needle-nose pliers or something similar. So, Yeah, the joys of working over. on old cars with rusty fasteners, isn't that a lot of fun? You know, uh, it's amazing the colorful language that goes flying in the garage. <laughs> It's colorful language it is it's the only is. thing that goes flying. Tools go flying, too. <laughs> and Everything you goes see flying. That, that's right. And when you're in that kind of situation, what I always do is take free aspirin so uh, my blood flows better so I don't get a heart attack as I'm screaming and pounding and cursing. So, uh, you know, you got to take care of yourself. And, and, of course, while you're doing all of this, wear gloves and eye protection wear goggles because you never know what chip of metal will go flying so you always got to protect yourself and, and use good eye protection don't rely on crummy Chinese eye protection I'm serious right. uh, those don't know me I care is my day job and uh, you don't want to use something cheap and crappy your eyes because you only get one pair, and even though uh, you know, technology has given a lot of tools t- to us to uh, restore sight in a lot of situations, if you lose it, you're not going to get another one. So, you know, take care of your eyesight. Um, you know, as usual, we get carried away with ourselves, and so we didn't get to uh, all the different types of batteries uh lithium ion, AGM, uh lead acid, flooded batteries, gel, deep cycle, all of that. And uh that's a worthy topic. But uh we'll try to get to that one uh next weekend. So pick of the week, you know? I I, I like was it. perusing Eh, I I mean you liked it too, and I mean with Richard likes it for God's sakes. Uh nineteen eighty eight Pontiac Safari wagon, uh red on red, it's really attractive. The paint looks really good on it. Um, it's only got sixty eight thousand miles on it. Um, it's uh, got frosty AC, uh power windows, power seats, got all the all the amenities. It's got this nice cushy velour seats in it. It's got the rearward facing, uh, seat in the cargo area for the kiddies to look out the back window, uh, as you're going down the road. And, uh, it's only $5,800. That's a great deal. It's got a 305, you know, Chevy V8. I had that same engine in my 84 Trans Am. It's a robust little small block. Doesn't have a lot of talk, but you really don't need it uh, for that size car. I don't like the bigger station wagons like the Vista Cruises from you know the late '60s and early '70s, which are great. I absolutely love those. Uh, sometimes it's nice to have a station wagon that's a little more compact in size, and this is like almost like a perfect size station wagon. You know, uh, you can carry yeah. a lot of a lot of cylinder heads and transmissions that you pick up at Hershey in the fall, but you know. You can't carry a four by eight sheet of plywood, but that's okay. You know, at this stage in life, most of us are older, we're not doing home renovations anymore. We're just working on our pies. so you're gonna be transition. <laughs> Speak for so, yourself, plant <laughs> now Most of us are getting older. I'm so sorry to hear
0: one minute to go. But that's
1: but that's a good looking nope. station wagon. It really is. It is. Uh nineteen eighty nine would be the last year of Pontiac Safari and uh Pontiac was the first GM division to do away with the v body. So uh, you know, you need to get hot on this, we'll uh post it seconds. out there online. And as we say, get off the couch, get in the garage, do something with your life. And remember, cheap cars are good, cheap fools are bad. See you next week, folks. Keep, be good. Take care.